say the magic words. Miska, Muska, Miska. Miska, Muska, Miska. Hey yo, got to look at this nigga. He's trying to get into the clubhouse. Who the fuck is you? You know Samson? Nah, that's what I thought. Get the fuck out of here. It's the clubhouse, bitch. happening you're here you're listening to it you you're 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 experiencing it the clubhouse welcome to episode six i believe this is uh there's not much going on right now i think the war in ukraine is still a thing that's uh that's something we all have to think about periodically like what are they even doing over there still like do i feel like it should have been like i've heard that there's close to like a hundred thousand ukrainians dead and like close to like two hundred thousand Russians dead, but like, what's the point? Like, I, I, it's been so long. People have explained it to me a million times. Like, I don't know. Ukraine used to be part of Russia, it used to be the Soviet Union or whatever the fuck, and now it's not. And Daddy Putin is upset and he wants his his children back. I don't, I don't exactly know what what's the what's the whole problem over there, but um, today. We have a jam-packed episode for you. Something I thought would be interesting would be having my phone whipped out and looking, going on Wikipedia and looking up some of this dumb shit that I keep saying that happens uh, on the on the podcast. Um, I, I I'm I'm somewhat reckless with my words sometimes, and I just blurt out random shit without thinking about it twice, and that that tends to get me in trouble quite often. Uh, this podcast is basically me just setting myself up to get canceled in about 20 years when my comedy career starts off. Oh, big announcement, big announcement. Um, for all the Summerside folk that listen to the podcast, there is going to be a show. You're going to be able to see me in person. It'll be March 22nd at the Summerside Legion. Uh, show up at 8. It'll it'll be skits. It's going to be a great show. We're going to have some good comedians gonna have to try and make you laugh and uh and hopefully the night's gonna go without a hitch um i i can't wait on the 22nd mark mark your calendars mark your, mark the dates but going back to it let's something we could start with here is somalian somalian pirates now from what i understand somalian pirates um I don't know how to use Wikipedia. I don't know. Okay, let's see. Because from what I believe, like, Somalian pirates were just, like, people that had boats and then decided to... I think it was, like, uh, there was a spice trade. This is my early prediction before I actually look this up. This was... It was a spice trade in, in India, the Indian, like, spice trade. And this, like... They were coming really close to the Somalian coast, and then people just started getting on in boats and robbing the shit out of them. Like they they made a movie about it. Uh, fucking, I'm the captain now. That's where that's from. Uh, 
the location, Gulf of Aden, Indian, Indian Ocean. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Piracy off the coast of Somalia occurs in the Gulf of Aden. The Guarafidurifi Challenge. I'm, I'm not the greatest at pronouncing shit, so just bear with me. In Somalia Sea and Somali Territories Waters. and uh, So apparently they've been bombing people over there too, like just to stop the, just to stop the piracy. I don't, I don't, I don't. I need a producer. I need somebody sitting here with me that can actually look shit up for me because I'm also dyslexic. And, and if I start reading this shit to you guys, it'll just sound like I'm having an aneurysm. You guys don't want that. You guys don't want me. This has basically become a make-a-wish for me, my, my podcast, just me just asking for shit and hoping that the universe just gives it to me because if I ask nicely, I can get anything I, I want. That's what my parents taught me. So I'm going to, I need to start like going out and just asking people for shit, like just walking up to somebody and just being like, hey, can I have your car? Like, I feel like that's, that's an unreasonable thing to ask, but Oh, if I ask enough times to enough people, especially like on PEI, everybody's so nice. Like, uh, they might think it's a robbery, though. They might think it's a robbery attempt from a young black gentleman who doesn't dress quite properly. So if I just ran up to somebody and was like, can I have your car? I feel like they'd think that I, like they're getting robbed and they would probably just comply. And then next thing you know, I'm in the high-speed chase down fucking South Drive. And that would not be good. I'd, I'd be just fucking Tokyo drifting on Granville Street trying to fucking get away from the cops. Not good. Not good. Doc Rivers, not good looks. What is... Can somebody can somebody who's, who's uh, a fan of this show please give me a series, like a recommendation of a series to watch, like a Netflix show or like some kind of a show on anything like we, we have this thing from a, that we got from a friend of a friend that lets us watch anything and so it doesn't matter what platform it is on but just let me know drop a drop a comment a good show that you've been watching like everybody's like oh you should watch Dahmer I don't want to watch some guy fucking tie other people up and then just make them watch fucking Dora or something I, I don't know what Dahmer is about I haven't really watched most of it I haven't watched any of it, actually. I watched, like, the first episode, and there was somebody being, like, the Mexican guy, I think, was just trapped in his apartment or something. I was like, oh, this is not for me. I can't wait till it's Christmas again. I don't know why why there's such a... We should have, like, four Christmases every year. That should be a thing, because it's, it's literally the best time of the year. I feel like if we just got more of it, it would just improve because there's no reason uh, uh, the math makes sense to me if we just get more of what is good then everybody will be happier like imagine getting Christmas gifts four times every year and I would get expensive maybe like oh maybe like government sponsored Christmas and so the government buys shit for everybody hmm hmm that would be something. I feel like if I put that in the petition, that would get a lot of votes. Like, the government just buys you a brand new, like, Acer laptop or something. Like, just to, just to pay us back. We pay so much in taxes in Canada. For all the listeners that are not in, in Canada, you do not understand how much uh, fucking free healthcare costs us. It is. Like, our, our 
taxes is like 15% on everything. And then there's a federal tax that's like 17%. The government just fucks us way harder than, than any other government. And it's Justin Trudeau. He's just, he's just up there collecting tax money, making his wife rich as hell by telling her what stocks to invest in. That's a, that's a thing. I don't know if I'm not going to fact check that because I might be wrong, but I know that Justin Trudeau has done some shady shit. The dishes is a big contention in our family because nobody wants to do them. They're always big. And like, we'll, we'll, we'll do this thing where like every so often we'll be like, oh, how about we just all clean our dishes individually? And then it, it, it starts fine for a few days. And then after that, everybody just gets bored. Like, of doing the, their own dishes and then puts them in the sink and then it's up to me or my brother to clean them because everybody else has his jobs oh he needs a job you don't need a job for shit I mean I guess you do I've been on EI for a while and that shit is ruthless especially like the questions that they make you at that you they make you answer for EI it's like are you a, a bottomless, a bottom feeder? Are you the, the worst person in society? Can You cannot find a job and you have to like cl click yes just so you can get your money, just so the government can fucking spoon feed you. It is dehumanizing. I think EI should just be something you get like in the mail or something. You're like, they just direct deposit it. They just know, because the government knows a lot of shit about us. They, they spy on us every, like crazy. They can see everything in your bank account and shit like that. And if, if you don't do your taxes, oh, that's, that's the one thing you can't fuck up. Like you can, you can commit crimes. You can go fuck people over. You can run over an old, a pregnant woman. Shout out to John Jones. And by the way, he won. John Jones won. But let's get back to this. You can do all these things, uh, but don't fuck with the IRS. That's one thing that you do not want to do because when you're going against the government, the government wins. They, they'll just change the rules. They'll just switch it up. They'll, they'll do whatever the hell they want. But the government always wins. Anyway, it's like don't bet on the house. That's, that's basically what it is whenever you're fucking with the government. But back to John Jones, the UFC. Oh, my God. John Jones cemented himself in history as the greatest of all time when it comes to UFC. I used to put the argument out there that Mighty Mouse was was the best, was the GOAT, because what Mighty Mighty Mouse like made his his division boring because he would just win so much. Like he, everybody nobody even wanted to see the fights cuz you already knew that Mighty Mouse was going to win and then he retired and went over to like Japan or something or China, started fighting in one in one championship or whatever. But John Jones, he is the undisputed GOAT now. He beat Cyril Gain. He's probably doing crack right now. He's definitely beating up some form of elderly person. And it, like, props to him. He gets to do that. I, yeah. Dana White just uh, beat his wife and nobody did anything about it. So he can't complain if his fighters do it. Like, what? He, that, that's going to have to be a new rule now. If you sign with the UFC, you can beat your wife. Just because the commissioner can do it, that's that's going to be a thing that Dana White has to deal with for the rest of his life. But John Jones, unreal, he is he it, he took him to the ground. Um, uh, that's not really spoiling it, but he submitted him with under like a minute, like that that was 
unbelievable to see. I would have liked to see a longer fight, a few more blows, you know, some more technique, but just showing his dominance in the fact that he can just go after three years of being retired, just hop back in, go up a weight class, just complete, put this guy in a guillotine, put him to sleep, and then just, can I get a hiya? That's, that's un- unbelievable. It's props to him. Big, big, big props. Oh yeah, um, can't believe there's still people that live in Ohio. That's like, the, there was a, a, a train that was derailed or something and then a bunch of shit went into the air and now people's like cats and dogs are dying from the air pollution. Like it is, it is bad. They have people in hazmat crews just walking around like telling people stay in your house, do this, do that. I would, Ohio was already like the asshole of the United States. It was not a good place. I mean, a lot of people come from Ohio, like, I don't know, Logan Paul, a bunch of UFC wrestlers, or that WWE wrestlers. I feel like Ohio's just a rumble, just just a nest of, of, it's like Florida, but higher up in the States. It's basically Northern Florida is what Ohio is. Sean O'Malley is my boy. He is in in the UFC. I saw him like his first fight. He had I think like the clown uh, wig or like um, colors in his hair. I kind of define like he used to have the rainbow um, rainbow dye in his uh, hair, and that's that was the first fight I saw him. I think he was still like thirty something. He was lower ranked, and I bet on him, and I was like that guy, that guy's got it. He's got the juice. And now he's number one in the in the league, number one in his weight division, which I I saw coming. That's my boy. He has a podcast and shit. He's he's if anybody he's I'm making the long bet that that Sean O'Malley is going to run that that division for a while, and he's gonna he's gonna have a successful career afterwards too. He's like he's like the Shack of of the UFC because he's starting to like diversify. He's starting to have his own YouTube channel, he has his own podcast, he has his own shit that he does, and that's that's good, like, most fighters, they make, like, I don't know, they don't even make that much because of Dana White, they make, like, I don't know, 30,000 bucks if they win, and, like, for uh, most UFC fighters have part-time jobs, too, or, like, full-time jobs, and they just do UFC on the side because it doesn't pay that much, but Sean O'Malley, he's, he's making big bucks, he's got, he's he's an entrepreneur, and does anybody actually watch UFC anymore? I feel like UFC has just straight up declined because it, it is—it's not what it used to be. I, I don't—not UFC, WWE. Uh, I, I take take that back. WWE, UFC it has always been unre- unreal, but WWE—I don't know. I I, I used like the old days of fucking Triple H and. The Undertaker, you know, back whenever they had actual stories. I guess I don't watch it that much nowadays. I don't know if there's any WWE fans in in the that are that listen to this, but it is they they're just not doing it the same anymore. They're 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 retarded, is what they are. Uh, I I also cannot wait for Neuralink. That's a thing that Elon Musk is doing. It's like he's going to put a 
chip in your brain. And most people are against that idea. I, I understand why so, too. I wouldn't want some billionaire putting metal in my brain, or like a literal chip in my brain. But I also feel like he's going to be a mad lad and just walk out into like a press conference once with one of them in his brain. And he's going to like have, uh, he's going to, he's basically Iron Man. All he needs now is just a, a metal iron suit and he, he'll be Iron Man. Like he has billions of dollars. He does whatever the fuck he wants, puts rockets in space every week. He has more satellites than the government does in orbit right now. And that's not a joke. That's just, that's just Elon Musk. Now that he owns Twitter, I see him on there all the time. I guess I, I just got Twitter. Uh, Sammy Comedy, if you guys want to follow me. And by E, I mean I. That's just a French thing that I do. In French, E uh, is E. And E is E. It's just that... Okay, that I might have fucked that up. But some, some words and letters are f- switched in French and English. So my pronunciation for some words might be, might be sh- terrible, but just stick with me. I've been, have you guys any, I've been seeing Andrew Tate's tweets in jail. He is, he, I don't understand what kind of crack cocaine they're giving him in there. Like, I don't know if they have special fucking Romanian black tar heroin in jail that they're just pumping into his ass. But he does, he's been posting he fought a jail in prison apparently uh, not he, no he fought a ghost he fought a ghost in prison apparently he tweeted about that that's uh that's not indicative of any any issues that are that are arising shout out my boy John Morant for getting uh for he's going to get arrested for pulling out the Glockington in front of some kid like, that kid thinks he's so gangster. He wants to be... Like, John Morant is my favorite player in the NBA. I Whenever he got drafted, I bought, like, six of his rookie cards. I still... Um, I found one. I lost most of them because I've been moving and shit. But I found one. With, they're, they're worth, like, not that much. But John Morant, he's been... He, he's, he can dunk amazingly. He can, oh, he can create looks for his team. He's fast. People like don't catch up to him on downhill whenever he, whenever they get a rebound. He is he's got everything that he needs to actually have a career in the in the league, but he just goes and fucks it up by doing dumbass shit like pointing a gun at at a minder. Like what are you what are you doing? He literally went to, like Jaw. You went to Pembroke Private School. You you're not tough. You're not a gangster. Okay, just. Just make your millions. He's the first NBA player that's try- his dream is to make it to the streets. Like he, 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 he doesn't dream of making it to the NBA. He dreams of making it to the streets. That, which is a fucked up way to think about it, John. You, you gotta, you gotta get a better head on your on your shoulders, buddy. This is this is not good. I can't keep defending you like this. All, all my friends would keep telling me like, "Oh, you still like Jaw?" It's like, "Yes, but just, just get, stop, please. Like, stop. People have to defend you. Okay, you have a family, Jaw Morant. Okay, um, just look out, look out for for those that. Just don't be an idiot. Okay, that's my point. Don't be a fucking idiot. God, I had to step in. I, I just, I just had to. I, I couldn't. Couldn't watch my boy Jaw destroy his life like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there and like adopt him.
I'm gonna be his father. I keep. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't care if that's illegal or not. I'm just gonna. I don't know much about the laws in the states. In I feel like they're a lot more relaxed than than um than they are here. I don't. I don't. I don't exactly know about that because the the states in the the USA have their own laws, just like the provinces here do in Canada, but they're a lot better laws. Like they can, they can, they can have their, ugh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sense of what the fuck I, I, I keep saying, but it, it's just not helping. Like if I, I just talk sometimes and then I, like this is, this is not good. This whole podcast is going to be just me defending what the fuck I I came out of my mouth two seconds prior like wh- why do we let animals in zoos like just shit everywhere they're shitting where they live and they get to do that I guess I guess that's what animals do in the wild I, but shouldn't they have like a toilet in there wouldn't that be something that you want to teach a domesticated animal to do like don't because I've never been to a zoo I've yeah I've, I've never been to a zoo I, I kind of want to go I'd like to see a little little lion get some lion action uh, I, I, be face to face with the king of the jungle oh yeah what what should uh what should my first tattoo be I'm considering I've been considering uh, I just don't have the money like I, I've been thinking about getting a tattoo. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm fighting between a forearm tattoo and chest one for my first one. Which the chest one, I'm pretty sure everybody would advise me not to get it, but it's because I want to get a sleeve into a into a chest, and so I want to start working on the chest one already. But I'm also worried that it might stop me from. Pop uh, future job opportunities. If I walk into an office with a hatchet on my arm, that's what that's what I want to get, like a throwing axe, almost as it looks like, on my on my uh, forearm. I, I've seen some people with like swords on their forearm and shit like that, but I want to I want to throw an axe. I want an axe because I'm just I'm a barbarian, and that's where it's from. The game For Honor, the uh, the barbarian in that game has axes, and I want that exact axe on my forearm. If you guys think that's a good idea, comment, just, uh, just say something. What or what should my first should it be the clubhouse? Should I get the, <laughs> should I get the clubhouse tattooed on my body permanently for the rest of my life? I, I think anybody would disapprove of that tattoo, but hey, you never know. You guys might convince me. Uh, throw something in the comments, and I, I might. You never know. I might have a tattoo of my f- first fan on my face. Whoever, whoever com- uh, uh, comments first, I might just get a tattoo of, of your face, right, right on my ass cheek. Anybody that ever sees me going to the pool, that uh, my trunks fall down, you'll see your face right on my ass cheek. So think about that. Think about that. Would you like that? I don't know. I don't think I would. But hey, you say some things, you do some things, things happen. Can't wait for Conor McGregor's fight. He's coming back. It's
it's uh it'll be nice i feel like he, he's gonna be almost like a midget fighting out there because he got so big now and he won't be able to swing his arms he'll be like rotating his arms like not even swinging them just rotating his 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 chest to swing that'll be the only momentum that he can get just because he got so big he's definitely on some trend that's the reason why he got so big he's definitely doing trend balone acetate I keep getting these these like TikToks of videos of like people motivating like motivational videos of like I don't know Jocko Willink or uh, or uh, Stay Hard dude what's his name or even Joe Rogan just videos of like hey you you've been down in the dumps you've been doing this blah blah blah, blah. but it's not it's not the end you 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 gotta get up you gotta keep fighting you gotta like that's not. That's not really what's motivating me to get out of bed. Like, if I wake up and I see that, it's like, no, I'm just going to sleep for another five minutes. Just because of that. Just because you told me to do something that would probably benefit me. Um, I'm not going to do it. Even though it was over the internet and Jocko Willink doesn't know me. But I don't care. Just just because you tried to do something nice, I'm going to ruin it. Yeah, that's my that's my outlook on motivational videos on the internet these days they're just they could do better they could just be like hey you wanna do something else with your life than ruin yourself like they could just be nice nice motivational videos instead of like screaming at you with like pictures of or videos of them like working out real hard or doing some shit it's like no how about how about how about you just sit down and they're like yeah you probably shouldn't do that that would probably work better. I feel like that would grab a, a better de- demographic. I mean, I could be entirely wrong. And some people, they just need to wake up in the morning and, and see, like, uh, what's what's Stay Hard dude's name? I forget. What is his name? Stay Hard. I swear. David Goggins. That's who I was thinking of. David Goggins. I, you know what? I, I respect David Goggins. He, he could tell me to do anything and I'd do it. If he told me to jump off a bridge, I'd be like, okay. I don't need a parachute. I don't need... I'd be like, you know what? I think I will. I think I will. That's what I would do. Because he's such a motivational man. You lost like a shit ton of weight. And now he's just running across the country like a crazy man. Just sprinting. I feel like he does everything sprinting. I feel like he has a treadmill by his bed where he just walks while he's sleeping and his wife just has to de- put up puts up put up with it. And it's definitely putting a strain on their marriage. She's definitely asked him to bring the treadmill out of the bed a few times and then he's just woken up and been like, "You know what? I'm going to stay hard. I'm not going to let my inner bitch win. I'm going to do these walks on the treadmill while I'm sleeping and there's nothing you can do about it." Stay hard. He definitely says that to his wife. Imagine. You're just in the mall and you see David Goggins. And his wife is asking him, hey, can I get this? And he's he just screams at her, get whatever you want. You do you. You be your own man. Stay hard. And then everybody in the, in the mall just just has to pretend like that didn't happen. They definitely get embarrassed. Like, a bunch of these motivational speakers, they definitely take it home with them. Like for sure. They take some, some of that motivation home to their kids, and their kids just like trying to do his homework. And he's like, "Hey, Dad, 
I'm almost done on my homework, but can I go eat? And they're like, no, if you do that for the rest of your life, you're going to be a quitter. You're never going to achieve anything. And you're going to be a bottom feeder. You want that? Stay hard. And then, and then their kid is just crying, like, I just want to eat some cereal, Dad. And then he's just screaming at them, like, no, you get your cereal after you accomplish your task. And, and then I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm definitely sure, add me on this. I feel like some motivational speakers are worse than cop dads, are worse than domestic abuse cases. Just because the developmental trauma you would receive from your dad screaming at you to complete everything and anything that you ever do would probably be worse than, well, no, another thing about it is it wouldn't be worse than your dad coming home from work after a shift of pulling people over and screaming at people and then just taking out his anger on you and your mom. That's definitely, that's definitely the worst case scenario. I'm sorry if that, <laughs> that's a, a terrible thing to compare, but I feel like uh, some words need to be said about motiv- motivational speaker dads. They're, they can't be they can't be all that. They've got to be some demented folk. Anybody that wants to do anything w- with like famous that wants to be recognized that wants to be like uh, an idol. There there there's mental problems. That's all it is. There's there's issues that lead back to early development. And, the, yeah, you just let them be them. Like, just you do you. It's, it's you're not going to, I like, I mean, I, I, I'm a comedian. And so I'm in the boat, too, of, oh, I just want fame. I just, I just want, I just want to be a, a, a popular, like, fuck that. But I, I, I want the money. I want, I want the change. No, nah, that's not true. I, I like making people laugh. But also, that's why I work nine to five jobs well not nine to five jobs i work blue collar jobs i'm a i'm a blue collar man i i build shit there's no better there's no better um satisfaction than building shit it it is you get to you get to pick it up the thing that you built you get to look at it you get to take pictures even if you're like fixing a car i wish i could fix a car be a mechanic like that's i i try like changing my brakes and changing my own oil but it's just, it's tough. Like, I understand why we pay mechanics what we pay them. Because if, if you let people like me do your, your fucking brakes, if you let me change your brakes, buddy, that's a, your insurance is going to get paid out to somebody. That's, that's all that's going to happen. Anywho, this is, it's, it happened. You were there. You were listening to it. It's gone now. It happened. The clubhouse, it's over. But you listened to it. So be grateful, be thankful, take this into your day, share this with somebody, you know, and this nice little piece of, of, of uh, comedy that I tried to bestow upon you guys. I'm grateful for all the, all the listens, all the everything. Thank you again, and peace. Mm-hmm.